Welcome into a brand new episode of the Ithacans podcast, How I See Sports. I'm your host, Gabby Lacona. And I'm your host, Caitlin Maniscalco. Joining us tonight is junior outside hitter, Sarah Jennison from the volleyball team. But before we bring Sarah on, let's take a look at the Bombers so far this season. The blue and white are 17 and nine on the year with their most recent win against Wesleyan University. Sarah, thanks for being here. Of course, thank you for having me. Always happy to have you on the podcast. So let's talk about last year a little bit. You guys had a pretty strong senior class. Katie Evans, Amanda Strudy, and Tara Stilwell, they all contributed a lot to the team. They all brought a lot to the table. I mean, we've seen kind of so far this season, you guys incorporating a lot of freshmen, a lot of new talent coming in, but how has that transition been like so far this season? So it's definitely been different. We have a big recruiting class from, a big freshman class from like all over. We have some people from Texas. Pittsburgh, Wisconsin. Oh my yeah. God, so, you're all over the grid. <laughs> we are, we are. We take pride in our geographic diversity. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been kind of um, good to get them in the program, like kind of under our wing already so they can adjust to college um, easier, hopefully easier. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been an adjustment going from five seniors to one, but um these freshmen don't even like. I don't even feel like they're freshmen. Like we're all right. just. The they same don't play age. like they're freshmen either. No, they they're do not. pretty good. Yeah, so it's awesome. It's awesome to be a part of that. So, did you guys do a lot of team bonding stuff and team chemistry oriented type of activities in the beginning of the year to kind of like welcome them in more? So yeah, we spend a lot of time during preseasons. So, like we're here two weeks earlier before everybody else. So that's already like right there, good team bonding. But even like off the court, we have movie nights. We have like community service stuff we do that's with cute. the uh, Cancer Resource Center. Oh, nice. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff like that. We try and do like off campus, like at least one hike while we're here. And like usually on move-in day because it's pretty hectic and we mm-hmm. just like want to get off campus. Right. We went on some Target runs. Fun. Shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we try and do, like, as much as we can. We eat all our meals together during preseason. Oh, nice. We try to as much as we can during the semester, but people are busy and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. And Gab and I were talking because there's – we play softball, as Mm -hmm. you may know, and there are – 21 of 21. us this year. 21. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of us. In comparison to you. Yeah. 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 What's it like having such a small roster? So it is definitely interesting. We've had lots of practices with not everybody there. People have been getting sick, and it's just That's like, that time of the year. Yeah. Mm. So we've been kind of struggling with those at, with that at practices a little bit, but everybody has definitely stepped up to the plate and definitely played a position they're not used to, played a position that they She stepped never up played. to the plate. <laughs> I, I did. Say, I, don't know, no I don't know if they're going to notice. Um so yeah, like they're like we're really stepping up. Like people are playing positions they're not used to, and they're doing really really good job at that. Um, so yeah, we've we've had some injuries, we've had some sicknesses, but um, so it is a little bit tough with such a small roster. But we're definitely making it through, and we're definitely getting. Well, that's good that everyone's being flexible and versatile. There are teams where they will lose their best player and then absolutely go downhill from there and crumble and and not do as well mm-hmm. um but you guys are not letting that affect you which is why you guys are so good and you're in the semifinals on friday yes yes we're very excited about that so that yeah. shows a lot of about your team character and and how willing everyone is to have each other's backs 
which yeah. is a sign of a very strong and composed team. Yeah, our coach really, like, he tells us all the time, he, and he, like, really takes pride in this, that, like, our bench is a very deep bench. Like, there's never a time where, like, oh, this girl is sitting the whole time because she, like, because there are other people, like, outperforming her. It's all, it's very even. It's very, right. like, kind of like, oh, my gosh, well, who's going to play today because we're all just doing pretty well. So, like, it's really nice to have that because if we do lose somebody to injury or to illness, like, other people can step up and get the job done. So is, is he really big good. on kind of like incorporating the whole roster? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. So yeah, so we only have 15 players and yeah, so he is pretty good about like making sure that like everybody, maybe like the first string, second string, third string, like they're all on the same page. Like we spend a lot of time at practices, like everybody going through the rotations because it's like it could be anybody's day and you never know. So I think that's really good because where some coaches go wrong is that they don't ever play their second or third string mm -hmm. and then those players never get experience yep. in game yep. situations. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, first string, all these players are sick and hurt yep. and you gotta call someone from the second string but they have no clue what they're doing because they've never been in game situations. Yeah. And so I think that's good that he likes to play everyone because now everyone has experience playing on the court and yeah. in games and in tough situations, crunch time. So I think that's not only a sign of a good team, a good coaching staff, Yeah, which is very valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Let's talk about some leadership. So you were named a captain this season. Congratulations Thank on the title. You. Thank you. What kind of has that role been like for you and how have you taken on that responsibility both on the court and off the court? So it's definitely been an adjustment just because like I was a sophomore. Yeah, like we talk about in Leadership Academy, you're still a leader, but like it just feels a little different this year just an upper, as an upper class so named yeah. captain. Yeah. Right. Um, granted, there was only one other se one senior, so she's my co-captain, Caitlin Floyd. She's best. Love her. Um, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, shout out, Caitlin Floyd. Awesome. Um, but it definitely is different being one of the only upperclassmen. There's five of us, and there's ten underclassmen. Right. So um, definitely just, like, keeping the team on the same page, keeping people, like, trying to keep their spirits up if there are injuries or illnesses, trying to make sure that everybody's on the same page, especially now going into playoffs. Um, I think that's really important. And honestly, though, like my team makes me makes being a captain really easy. Like they're very they're very fun to work with. They're really fun to lead. They are just awesome all around, and I love it. So. Awesome, that's love cute. To hear that. Yeah. Entering postseason, how has the mentality of your team changed? So we definitely are um, kind of digging a little deeper. We're kind of like nothing is like we can't take anything for granted anymore. Like every game is important. Um, every game is important during the season. But now too. every game could be your last. Right. right. Yeah. So our coach's motto is 1-0. We're going to go 1-0, 1-0, 1-0. That's all we have to do. Um, so, like, our mentality is really, like, we're going to just get in there, get the job done, and do what we need to do. And then we are going to just take it day by day. That's funny that you mentioned your coach saying that you got to take every game 1-0 because mm -hmm. I was going to ask how he's trying to keep you guys composed because he plays a big role on this team mm -hmm. and the chemistry and how you guys function. So what, how has he been keeping you guys focused and composed? So he's definitely been telling us, just reminding us that like nothing is guaranteed anymore. We have to fight for our spot. We have to fight for the victory. And he had a post-practice little pep talk today and it was just about like yeah it's a big game but like you guys know how to play it you guys know what you're doing you've done this a thousand times before you guys have done this hundreds of times before like you guys you know where you're coming like where you're going where you're coming from like you know how to do this so just enjoy it enjoy every step of the way they like 
here's where the pressure is big and like that's when you have to enjoy it the most so I think we're all well, we're also like working technically with like okay what's like what spots are open when we play RIT this Friday because um, we've already played them before and we beat them three sets to zero and it's always hard to beat a team twice mm-hmm. so we're really just kind of taking it as if we've never played them before we scouted them today so we're kind of just looking at it as a brand new game coach is kind of just telling us listen like it is a new game it is a big game enjoy it like that's all you can do and that's you don't a good approach look back to it, at it yeah. and regret it yeah for not having fun Kate and I can definitely agree on that postseason feeling it's it's scary too mm-hmm. I mean you have a lot of pressure but you can't think of it like that because every game you go into you don't have a second chance at playing that team because right. you're if they beat you you're done right and it's survive in advance at this point mm-hmm. and I I imagine you guys have high expectations from the last two years so I think that's also just Mm -hmm. you're carrying that on your shoulders too so it's good that you guys are you guys have the right approach at it taking it one game at a time and not worrying about well last year like we made it here it's just focus like in the moment but on that too kind of having five upperclassmen I mean you guys your class specifically get made to the elite eight and then final four Mm -hmm. do you kind of remind the freshmen like we know what it's like we know what it's going to take to get there and kind of like show them the ropes in postseason atmosphere because Gab and I talk about that with our freshman class especially as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah so they've definitely asked like a lot of questions about it too. It's like it's a big hype like the Elite Eight like you get so many free things and it's like it's a big deal. Um, So they've definitely asked a lot of questions but I think just like from the beginning of preseason from the beginning of the season we've been just like kind of just work ethic from the start lifting when you're in the classroom everything. Um, kind of just leading by example that way. And they definitely picked up on it. Like there, there was never a time or never a doubt in my mind that they weren't going to work hard or like deliver the results that we needed. Um, so like I know I can rely on them on that. And it's just it's just hard to explain. Like yeah. they don't yeah. know until they yeah. actually feel it. Yep, yep. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, so like now we're kind of just trying to focus on like we haven't won a Liberty League championship yet. We've been regular season champs, but we haven't been the tournament champs. Okay. So that is our first focus is this weekend. First game, RIT. If that goes well, then we'll move on. But that's our first focus. And we kind of just like as a team, as this collective unit, we're trying to focus on like this is what we need to do. Not really trying to focus on like what's happened in the past. Yeah. Yeah. That's a – it's a good mindset to have not to get their hopes up and your hopes up just to worry about the moment. All right, so Sarah. Hardest question. Oh, gosh. We have a very important question that we have to ask on the podcast. It's a podcast tradition question. Okay. So we all know those, like, pregame rituals that we have, those pregame snacks. And actually, this question came into play because Cal, my former co-host, shout out him. Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. He interviewed Mark Chasen, who was on the basketball team. Mm -hmm. And he said that before every game, they had a bag of Starbursts. And every person on the team would eat a Starburst. So from that, it became a tradition that we have to ask every guest, what is your favorite Starburst flavor or color? I'm not sure the terminology you prefer. Um, I'll go with either flavor or color. Orange. Ouch. Oh, <laughs> wrong. Was that the wrong answer? It was the wrong answer. That's actually funny because Justinian said he liked orange as well, who we interviewed two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Three weeks so ago. So I have a fellow orange lover. You so have, here. actually, you have a couple fellow orange oh, lovers. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, no. What's your guys' favorite? <laughs> it's always pink. The right answer is pink. We were on a streak with this. So what flavor is pink? Is that strawberry? 
It is. And actually, you know who told me that it was strawberry was Justinian. Oh, really? So it's these orange people. They just know (laughs) all the flavors. (laughs) That's why I know I like orange the best. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, Kelsey liked pink. Two weeks ago, John Haddock liked pink. I'm still a firm lover of the yellow. Okay, yellow is my second. Yellow See? is my second. Sarah, you guys literally don't belong here. Signs <laughs> of a psychopath, like when you put your socks on before yeah, bed. Right. It's like eating a yellow Starburst. All right. Liking the orange instead of the pink, I guess. I don't think you can compare wearing socks to bed to <laughs> you can try. a Starburst. I'm trying my best, yeah, guys. Right. But how would you like describe a Gatorade that you would like? Would you call it by its flavor or color? I have Probably. to ask this question. Mm. See, that's tricky because if we're talking about like blue Gatorade. Oh, everyone yeah. said that. Yeah. There's like dark blue and then there's like the glacier freeze or whatever. Yes. Because, yes. yeah, because then you need to specify. So okay. here's the trickier question. So it's cool blue and glacier freeze. Okay. What are the actual flavors of them? What is glacier freeze? There's <laughs> no, like, what? That's a good Cool question. blue, I don't like, it's just cool blue. Could be raspberry. Could be blue raspberry. I think it's blue ras. Yeah. What the what heck is Glacier, is Glacier Freeze? freeze? <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never thought about that right, I thought about that last week and my mind was blown. My head hurts right now thinking about Literally. it. Literally. I don't know. I can imagine though that's what like a glacier would taste like. You know, if you just like went up to a <laughs> yeah. glacier and you just like And you drank it, it, yeah. it would taste like a Glacier Freeze Gatorade. Yeah. Exactly. So oh, that's, that's, that's the flavor and I'm sticking with it. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, I have another question that Gabby and I talk about this all the time. We're so curious about when you go into the circle uh-huh. in the middle of the game, you know, when you guys like all run in after you uh-huh. make a point, what are you What are you saying to each other? I always want to be a fly on the wall during the So We need to mic them up next time. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so usually it's a, coming out of my mouth is a bunch of nonsense. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're amazing boy, I love you so much, you're amazing boy. Like, stuff like that. Usually our freshman Jenny Pitts is yelling, you're huge. Um, usually our liberos and DSs, like our back row players are complimenting each other. Like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. No, you're amazing. No, you. It's just like a circle of compliments. Um, you get in your feels. Yeah. <laughs> usually we're like, it's just like, like, let's go. Like, let's do it. You're so hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going. Yeah. So, yeah, that's usually it. That's amazing. Yeah. Sometimes I just get so hype. I, like, don't even say words. <laughs> I just scream. I'm like, you just, ah! like, yelling, jumping up and down. Yeah, right. <laughs> and going off that, how important do you think having that team chemistry and communication with one another is in volleyball? Because, obviously, communication is important in any sport. But mm-hmm. I feel like volleyball specifically, because you're in such confined mm-hmm. area, if you're not talking, like, the whole dynamic is going to be thrown off. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, literally talking before the play about what seam you're going to take on serve-receive, talking during the play about taking the ball, um, telling like calling the ball for your setter, telling the hitters where to hit, what you see open, um, talking after the play too, like, hey, by the way, this is where their defense is set up, that's not open, try here. Um, Libero's set talking to the blockers like, hey, by the way, like your block was a little too far out, shifted in. Just like constant communication, constant talking about everything you see, everything you don't see. Um, and something that our coach does that I really like is during timeouts, we only have a minute and 15 seconds, but he'll usually have us split up by position during the timeout and he'll have us talk about like, I've been noticing this with your hitting. Um, this looks open. You're doing a good job with this. You need to work on this. This is what's happening with your blocking. So I'm in the hitter. I'm in the outside uh, pin hitter 
so like positional group. So we're there. I don't know what the DS is and the Barrow's talking about, the Sutter's talking about, whatever. They probably... That's like us. Like, what are the yeah. pitchers and catchers talking yeah, about right, right now? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, like, I that definitely helps facilitate communication even from the bench to the court. Um, just in terms of like, because like the bench can see what's going on better than people who are playing on the court. Yeah. Can. Um, so that's definitely really helpful because like I could have no idea where my block is and they can tell me, listen, they're stacked like line on you so you don't have line. So it's just like, it's really helpful. They see everything that you mm-hmm. can't. Right. Yeah. And it's having like six extra eyes. So it's really nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, it is time for the second best part of the podcast besides Starburst. Okay. It is rapid fire questions time. Oh my God. Get your brain going. Get the gears running. Oh, I'm stressed. This is getting to know your student athletes, Sarah Jennison. Starbucks or Dunkin'? Starbucks. Country music or pop? Pop. Blue or white? Blue. Library Library or pub? Library. Fallons or gorges? Fallons. Dolce or CTB? CTB. Fall or spring? Fall. Softball or baseball? Softball. Sweatpants or leggings? Leggings. Gabby or Caitlin? Both. No, that's the wrong answer. It's Gabby. <laughs> I, I want her to go so fast. She's just like I know, that. I know. Oh, uh, that was fun. Good, that good. was good. We're oh, sweating. We're sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> was really she was so excited, guys. She had her hands on the head. I couldn't write She's getting closer and closer. Sarah, heading into RIT on Friday, mm-hmm. what do you believe is the biggest thing the team needs to focus on in order to, you know, clinch a Liberty League title? You said it should be like the first time since you've been here what do you think we're focusing on definitely focusing on our game plan that is something that we that's what we've done all season we've like set a game plan of our targets who we're going to serve how we're going to play defense how we're going to play offense like kind of just that stuff and just really executing the game plan just like little things that we can do I think for this team like focusing on those little things is definitely going to be helpful for us instead of like focusing on like the oh if we win blah 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 because that's just like like we can't control that what we can control is like every point as it happens so I think that is something that we are um, definitely putting into our main focus that is smart stay in the moment yes don't get ahead of yourself (laughs) stay present yeah Sarah, thank you so much for being here, and best of luck You're against the RIT. Best. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And remember, the answer is always strawberry. <gasps> I did not. You just called it strawberry. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's not a pink strawberry. It's strawberry. But the orange ones are still the best. The Bombers will be back in action on Friday as they take on RIT for the Liberty League semifinal game. Thank you for tuning in to the Ithacan's podcast, How I See Sports. I'm Gabby Lacona. And I'm Caitlin Maniscalco, and you've been listening to How I See Sports.